I'm Elizabeth Nelson, and we're here with a couple of cast members from our upcoming production of Peter and the Starcatcher. So uh, we have Grace and Zach with us, and they are in the show. So I think before we even like open anything up, let's just talk for a second about uh, what the show is and who's directing it and what kind of things you can expect. So I think most people are familiar with Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely at least Peter Pan, if not Peter and the Starcatcher. Right. Yes. Well, because Peter Pan is important to Peter and the Starcatcher, right, you guys? Yeah. There's, there's a lot of familiar things that happen with the, within this story because it actually is the lead up. It's the prequel. It's how, how Peter Pan, how Peter became Peter Pan and um, what why why he goes to visit Wendy and just all of the things that that we know about the story so it came from a novel yes by the same name and uh, Peter and the Starcatcher in case you didn't catch that and the Starcatcher part is pretty important I think Mm -hmm. is that right so Grace what are you playing in the show Um, I am Molly so I'm Wendy's mother but Wendy does not exist yet I'm 13 (laughs) I hope she doesn't exist (laughs) she's nothing but a hint of a twinkle in the corner of your eye not even (laughs) but yeah so I am going on an adventure with Peter while we are trying to catch some star stuff. Some star stuff, which we hear about a lot in this show, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to come and see the show to find out what What the star stuff is all about. I think one of the things that, that is exciting to people that... I'm going to go back. I got, I like jumped in here, she's like in the middle. I know. <laughs> she's got her coffee over there. She's caffeinated. She's ready to go. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, the, you, Zach was saying that you just looked up that this show opened um, at the La Jolla Playhouse in what, 2001, 2000? Uh, 2011. Oh, it was later than that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think the novel was like in right. 2001, right? Um, so it it is it grew out of a t- type of theater that is is called devised theater. So when it was originally done, it was a group of actors and a director who took a really long time. And when I say a really long time, like a year to work from this source material of the novel. And then they just played and played and played and played and played and ended up creating this whole story, um, the physical story, the play, as it were, of Peter and the Starcatcher, which tells the story that the novel told. But what is fun about it is a lot of it is done through physical um, ideas, mm-hmm. through, and you guys have been working with Claire Bennett, who is the director of the play, to do that can you tell me a little bit of what the process was like yeah well and i think it's funny you said devised theater over the course of a year juxtaposition that with our six week <laughs> devised theater process right. where we right. went through the same physical i don't want to say improvisation but improvisation mm-hmm. process of playing you know we were we were which for something about peter pan is really fun right absolutely play, peter play you know we're in there and in, in the you know, in rehearsal, playing around with each other, kind of trying ideas, you know, not choreographing, but setting things by committee. If somebody had a suggestion for how something could look or feel or how we could maybe make something magical happen, it was sort of taken in as a group. And I think it really helped create this fun chemistry amongst the cast that you can feel i mean you've seen it sure you you can feel we have all of these inside jokes with each other throughout the play that i think you really read on the outside as you go through so for anyone who doesn't know zach or or grace both of them come from a very strong movement dance background zach is currently the artistic director at ketchikan theater ballet grace is a choreographer actor singer a little bit of everything um so coming from a very physical place i mean singing zach is not like your your (laughs) safe zone not at all (laughs) it's a stretch to say the least. Dance You're pun fine. intended. You sing just fine. Yeah. 
anyway, th- uh, this show is perfect for for you guys with your background, just because it does involve so much physical movement. And for anyone who knows Claire Bennett, who again is the director of the show, she comes from very much a physical theater background. She is a mime. She's done a lot of improv theater. When she, you know, first started working in theater, this idea of devised theater was really, really popular. It, I mean, it stretches all the way back to Commedia, like that was the Commedia dell'arte mm-hmm. in the what sixteenth century when it was really before, popular. Before, yeah, yeah um, which is where ballet comes from originally right, too. Which exactly. So nice it's that tie. whole school yeah. of 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 being able to create sort of stock characters. There's an idea of who people are, mm-hmm. and then you play through stories with that, and you tell familiar stories. But it's different ways of being able to tell them. So it's really kind of cool. So like when when this whole show was first devised, they had a novel, but everything else that came out of it, they created. We at least had a script and we have written music and we have a score and we had, you know, like a whole road map to follow as opposed to why it took a year in the difference to six weeks. There's there's a lot of reasons that there's no way this could have happened in six weeks if you were just had the novel. Because one of the things that's really fun about this show, it's not a musical. It is not a musical. However, it does have a lot of music involved in it. And Kim Henriksen, who is I adore that man. Um, Not just a really wonderful pianist, but just inventive and fun and somebody who will just play until until he drops, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. So he's been playing uh, just all the way through all this complicated stuff, working with you on, you know, pirate songs and like making this happen. I got roped in. I am not a percussionist. I have to say, you know, like in my life, I have banged on drums like everybody else. All of a sudden, I'm reading a percussion score and and I'm playing all sorts because we make the sound effects. So Kim and I are they're making all the sound effects for things that go on and it's a journey it's what is called an epic episodic play so we were going on a journey and it's over time and over space and over land and over sea yes. um, so we're on ships and we are on an island and in the water right that sounds like a really familiar setting yeah. it does, <laughs> doesn't it it sort of feels very familiar so anyway yeah it's it's just a really fun show it's light it's funny tons of movement um <clears throat> I should probably take a second and talk about Sherry Henriksen, Beth Brandt Erickson and their costumes. Oh my gosh. I I love these two women and we have been, First City Players is ridiculously lucky to have them. They did the costumes for Honk, if anybody got to see that show, just bright and fun and Mm -hmm. just witty costumes all the way through. They have carried that whole idea of being fun and witty with their costuming through to Peter and the Starcatcher, and it's wonderful. And if you come to this show for no other reasons, come to see the mermaid costumes. (laughs) I'm just going to leave it at that. Yes. Come to see the mermaid costumes. They are fantastic. But we have pirates. We have uh, mermaids. We have Italian... um, Mollusks. Mollusks, yes, thank you. Uh, they're, they're not not chefs. <laughs> they're not not chefs, no. So it's just, it's fun and funny, and I'm asked, is it, you know, kid-friendly? Sure, there's nothing in there that a kid wouldn't love. They'd love the yeah. movement. They'd love the silliness, just the um, the action. So I haven't been really involved with the production of this show, but I got pulled into working backstage and got to see it for the first time last night. And there's all these just little magical moments that I'm following along in the script and I'll read ahead and it'll say, like, Molly floats. And I go, well, how does Molly float? So I have to look up and see. And she does. And I don't want to tell you how it's done, but it's pretty magical just to see all of those little things put together. And there's a a, a box that spills open of orphans. And, and, and yes, that happens on stage. And it's just really, really fun and creative and magical the way that all of these effects happen. And I think that that's a really... 
Yes, come for the mermaids because the mermaids are so glorious. I, I just so don't silly. have the words. But come really to experience the magic because this cast has done has done amazing things with sleight of hand and sleight yes. of body to create all kinds of things. There's, I mean, there's a part of the show where you guys are running away from somebody and you go into all of these rooms. And when I tell you that the stage is two, three platforms and a sail hanging in the back, when they go through what? How many rooms do you go into? Three. Three rooms? There's no, no there's five. no doors. You hear the door, thanks to Elizabeth and her mad violin skills. It's my, my broken violin skills. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, but you see all three of these rooms, mm-hmm. and you see them open the door, and you hear the door open and then you see what's inside the room and it's just it's it's pretty magical and i and i hate to overuse that word but it really is yeah and i feel like this is definitely one of those shows where you would go watch it one time and just really enjoy it and let it all wash over you but you really should go back and see it again because on top of that the dialogue is so witty and there's so much alliteration and there's so many of these little subtle jokes where the first time you see it, there's no way you can take it all in. There's just no way because there's so much magic and there is so much set things happening and there is so much movement that you're not, not to say you're distracted, but there's just so much happening that you really want to go and see it again to be able to get in all those little things. Like there's so many little subtle jokes in there that are brilliant just yes. absolutely brilliant absolutely. and it is showing for two weekends right the it 10th 11th and the 17th weekends. and 18th yeah and i mean not only that but um barb morgan and brian curtis have done a fabulous job with these sets so we we say we're doing all these things and amanda mentioned there's two platforms and a sail in the back but we have exactly we are on a ship we are on an island we are all these different places and part of that also is due to keith smith and his lighting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's yeah. just some it's just a really 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 fun way to spend a couple of hours yeah and you can come and see this show we we make this possible for anyone to come and see this show so first (laughs) um the show opens with ticketed seating on this friday the 10th so it runs the 10th the 11th the 17th and the 18th that's friday saturday friday saturday and all shows are at 7 30. if you are busy on friday and saturday nights or you can't afford a full price ticket we do what we call a pay what you can and it is literally pay what you can if you can't afford to a ticket at all if you can't if you have not a penny to pinch then just come see the show if you are busy on friday and saturday and can come on thursday night drop some money in the fishbowl and head on in and see the show it's a it's 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 our way of making theater accessible to anyone and everyone regardless of cost so that is uh yeah so that's two weekends the for the ticketed shows you can get tickets three ways ready you can call us at 907-225-4792 not right now we're not there we're here not at that number but leave us a message and we'll give you a call back you can come see us at 335 main street the big yellow building with the blue trim come through the lower archway entrance again not right now we're not there we're over here or you can go right now while we are here to firstcityplayers.org forward slash tickets. There are two shows that are currently tickets available for um, streaming honk that we mentioned earlier. You can stream that for the month of June. But yes, Peter and the Starcatcher, two weekends, four shows, assigned seats, reserved seating. So you can go to dinner before and slide in right before the show sets, show starts and your seat is reserved. Yes. Yep. So that's coming right up. And I highly encourage you to see it. Make the time. It's going to be fabulous. But wait, that's not all we have coming up because it's summer at First City Players. Yeah. So we are uh, coming up with all sorts of things that we want to have happen during the summer because, you know, we don't like to be bored ever. So let's talk about the things that they helped us do. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about art school? Yes, and oh. by they I mean Zach and Grace. So <laughs> yeah. we have um, our we have three sessions of art school happening this summer. We have our um, sophomore, formerly Littles, art school class, and that is for rising kindergarten, first and second grade. They go July eighteenth through August eleventh. We have junior art school, which is rising third through sixth grade. They go July fifth 
through July 28th. <laughs> I'm doing oh. this without a calendar in my hand. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> and then we have senior art school, which is rising 7th through 12th grade, and they match the Littles art school or the sophomore art school, which is July 17th, 18th, something 18th. like that. 18th through August 11th. Um, the the junior art school starts first. They are going Tuesday through Friday that first week, Monday through Thursday the remaining three weeks, and they are going to put together Aristocats kids. <laughs> everybody wants to be a cat. Yeah, that that one ever, that everybody knows. Then the um, sophomore art school, the formerly Littles Art School, is doing Magic of the Northern Lights. They are the Aurora Borealis Society. We are very excited. They create their own show. They work with Ashley Byler and Krista Kimball. And um, they play to their own strengths and create their own show. And it's fabulous. And their show will be a curtain warmer show before the senior art school show on that Saturday, August 12th, 13th, 12th, 13th. Something like that. The 13th. 13th. Excellent. See, I told you I didn't have a calendar in front of me. And then senior art school is doing Frozen Junior. Yes, that's right. Frozen Junior. The one that we tried to do two years ago, but COVID ruined for us. <laughs> so the other part, we're doing full day for the first time in three Since 2019. years. Yeah, mm. three years. Um, the other half of the day is, is first week is auditioning and learning how to audition and learning what to audition with, then actually auditioning and casting the show. The remaining three weeks of that half of the day are just putting the show together. So blocking and choreographing and rehearsing and all the fun things that we usually take like mm, uh, six to 10 weeks to do. Um, the other half of the day is workshops. And for the workshops this year, we're really excited. We've got some really cool talent coming in. Um, they will be doing an art class, which they'll be using to create the sets and props and everything that they'll use in the show. And then the other class... And that is with Cameo McRoberts. Oh, sorry. Oh, and beautiful. that's with Cameo McRoberts, who, if you saw Spongebob, was in charge of all that fun that you saw on stage totally. and hanging from the ceilings, and yes. So that's who we got, you guys. Um, the other... There, there'll, be, there'll be two classes in that half day, and the other class is going to rotate every week. One of the things that one of the classes that we are really excited about is a dancer who is going to come in and teach a, mu a, a dance for musical theater who is coming in to do something with you guys, right? It, well, with you, KTB. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So we are having our summer intensive this year, the week of July 18th through the 23rd. <clears throat> We're having three levels, beginning, intermediate, and advanced with two teachers from, not from Ketchikan, one is... Kat Wildish, who is currently in New York City, and she is a dance instructor there, and she teaches all over New York and New Jersey, and is just fabulous, and we're really, really happy to have her. And the other person is a friend and colleague of Grace's named Kevin Green from North Carolina, and I'll let Grace tell you a little bit more about him. Kevin Lee Green, as he goes oh, by. Yes. Lee Y. <laughs> Lee Y. Yes, thank you. Lee Y. Green. <laughs> um, Kevin Lee Green, he has a dance company and it's actually a theater company as well it's called Tet Moget Dance and Theater Company and it's based out of North Carolina and he has been up and rising for about the past three years he got a $56,000 grant from NIFA Mm -hmm. uh, years ago so he's about to start touring um, but he's just phenomenal he has such he's a sweetheart mm -hmm. he just does anything he's open-minded and he's just really great with kids but he's probably done over I mean, at least over a hundred shows, choreography-wise, and he can do some of them on the spot and be like, which one do you want to do? Do you want to do West Side Story? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And he's just a super fun, fun, good guy. And he has theater background, too. Like, you <laughs> and he shared a role, right? You didn't you just do a role? Oh, uh, yeah. He was also the leading player in Pippin, I think, when he was uh, going to UNCSA. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, at one of their, their community theaters. So he has lots of background in modern dance, ballet dance, and musical theater. It was so fun when I was interviewing him to to work with us and work with the kids this summer. And just the ideas, I'd come up with one idea and he would have like 52 things that he could work with. So this is a really great opportunity for kids who want to do music theater, but there's not, we don't do a lot of, of instruction for non-dancers for music theater. And this is an opportunity for kids to be able to take some of that instruction and just learn basic weight balance 
balance. Learn what you do with your feet and your hands. Learn what do you do? How do you make your feet do the thing and then add your hands into the thing do with that your feet are doing down there <laughs> underneath you? I mean, you guys dance. So, yeah, you know, right. for you, it's a different thing. But for people who don't, it can be really confusing. And I just loved how he was talking about breaking it down. So they'll, um, all the, I think I think both sessions, uh, both the junior and senior camp, are going to be able to work with Kevin Green. And we're really excited by that. The other thing that we have coming up this summer, and it's only for the senior camp, and that's just because of the way the dates worked out. Um, Tally Medell, who we have been talking about a lot in this community yeah. recently, because she was just in a feature film, Somewhere, Everywhere, Every, all, Everything, Everywhere, everything. All at Once. Yes, yeah. exactly. Good that's job. the one. That's um, why you're the host. Right. <laughs> I, I will never get that completely. Anyway, Tally grew up here, and she was a student at KTB. She was one of our students. She was in my original art school a number of years ago. Um, she was in uh, so many productions that we did when she was going to high school here. She went off to school. She's been living in New York for a number of years. She really, uh, she's a marvelous actor, always was. She also specializes in clowning. Not like the clown with the big clown makeup, but clowning, which is a whole different ball of wax. And it's really cool physical theater. Like Ringling Brothers school type clowning, like... It's not. It's no, acting. no, yeah, it's acting. It's, it's so a whole fun. different. It's really. So I mean, when we were talking about commedia earlier, it's yeah. sort of coming back to that, to, to that old school of just it's physical theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so she will be doing a week with our senior camp. And this is an incredible opportunity for these kids. I mean, it really is. This is like working with with the elite to be able to learn some of these techniques but she will also be doing an adult workshop when she's here and that is the first <laughs> you knew that she's the like, first Ooh. the first um, week of august yeah. yeah so it's just put that on your calendar we don't have dates yet i mean like we don't have times yet we know the dates um but that will be happening leading up to blueberry festival so there may be some surprise things at blueberry festival we don't know mm, many surprise things i feel many surprise things mm-hmm. at blueberry festival i hear yes. so anyway so that's that's coming up for art school. We do have openings in all of the classes right now. Usually what happens with art school is everybody sort of drags their feet a little bit. They think about it. You know, I'm not sure if my kid really wants to. And then about a week before classes start, there is mad phone calls and, um, you know, getting people in and out and around. So if you want to avoid that, you can call us. Well, not right now. We've already said this afternoon. <laughs> Give us a call at First City Players and we can get your kids signed up. We'll give you all of the information you need to know. What we're asking right now is a $50 deposit and we can go from there. We had really generous contribution from the Alaska Community Foundation to reignite art school this year and to go back to the full day format. And part of that uh, part of that funding is for scholarships. So we really we really can help you out. And it is a core value of First City Players that we will never turn anyone away from anything we do because of the cost. We will find a way to make it work for you. So don't just say no, that's too much for our family right now. We will we will help you through it. We'll because find a way to make it happen. Right. It's just theater is such an... Um, magic thing to have in your life whether you just do it when you're a kid and then you move on to become whatever else the skills that you learn and studying theater really will benefit you in many many other ways so anyway that is coming up as well we also have auditions coming up for oh wait for it catch a can's original musical melodrama the fish pirate's daughter right 50 (laughs) some years in the making has it really been 50 plus years that was very good um, that is, the auditions are... June 13th and 14th at 7 p.m. at the First City Players office, which again is that big yellow building just down the block from the police station with the blue trim. And Come you in. don't need to know a darn thing. You don't need to have, you don't need to bring anything. You Well, bring yourself and bring your ability to play. That's yeah. all you need to do. Yeah. Just come, just just show up. We'll let you know everything else you need to do. And it's really fun. We're not going to, we're not scary. We're pretty nice people. 
I think most for the, of the most part. part. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. You know, we all have our moments. Uh, we're doing a couple of performances in cooperation or in partnership with Alan Marine Lines and Cape Fox. Indeed. And those shows are going to be the 9th and the 16th of July at the George Inlet cannery not the lodge the cannery you go right past the lodge all the way to the end of the road but you don't need to worry about driving because you're going to get picked up downtown by alan marine and you are going to be taken out there on one of their lovely vessels Mm -hmm. and uh kate fox will have a lovely meal and a no host bar and then we will entertain you with a show with a very silly show a very silly show and then you will get yourselves back on the alan marine vessel and they will bring you back into town so it's really a lovely, lovely evening. I do need to say that we do not have the tickets for that. Those yes. are... Alan Marine is selling the tickets for that, and they are not ready yet. So be just watch watch social media. We'll, mm. we'll hang posters when, when tickets are available. We were just working out some last-minute logistics. There's three companies or three organizations that are putting this together and Everybody's summer is the busy. busy time for all three of us so we've been we've Indeed. been yeah, we've been emailing back and forth and i think we finally got all of the details finalized around um, yesterday. So those tickets should be on sale probably within the next week or so. But again, just watch social media. We'll make sure that we blast it everywhere we possibly can. Um, but yes, there are only two shows and each show is limited to 100 people. So if you want to see Fish Pirate's Daughter this year, again, follow us on social media, stalk us on social media. Um, I believe, yeah. Yeah, and we'll let you know how to get those tickets and who to call and how to make it happen. And I know I've had some questions about auditions and what kind of characters and who does. And it's, we need men and women. (laughs) um, You need to be 18 or older because we are performing in a place that there is alcohol being served. And um, you need to like to play. That's kind of what you need to bring. That's about it. And yeah, there's there's a bunch of roles. There's... uh, you know the ladies of the line can that role that 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 chorus can be expanded or it can be big or small depending on what we want so we're just uh looking for people who want to be a villain a hero a heroine um, um ladies of ill repute um, oh <laughs> i tell you we want them all so yeah that's coming up it's next week it's yeah. right it's next and- Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, and and this is something else I want to say. If you are looking to maybe dabble in theater, if you've never done it before, if you've never auditioned before, you've never been on stage before, this is the perfect show to 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 wet your appetite with. It's it's a very simple show. It's about an hour, sometimes less, depending on <laughs> audience reaction. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the the rehearsal process is only about a month, and Get it's back. just it's super fun. It's super easy. We work with your schedule because the show is shorter we don't have super long rehearsals we work around the schedule of the people who are cast in the show so especially if you're a seasonal and you work until you know 6 p.m you have to get up at 5 a.m or or whatever it is don't let that stop you because we do work around your schedules because this is a show that a lot of seasonals come out for and and play with us Mm -hmm. so um yeah it's a great entry level show Mm. it's the perfect dip your toe in show i really like how you guys use that terminology like if you like to play come play with us it just makes it sound really endearing when i was when i was studying theater the college uh the university theater had somebody had inscribed right on the inside of the proscenium the essence of a play is play Mm. and i really believe that is that that's what we have to do if you can't play if you can't find that place of wonder and make believe in your heart you can't do theater it's just you have to still have that to be able to create and i love watching people who think they've lost that find it again and it's over and over and over again and it's wonder and there's a childlike element to it the best of of childlike that wonder and and belief that things can happen i just think it makes the world a better place and everybody should be able to experience it agreed <laughs> and it's i mean it's really it's fun to come home after a rehearsal and and and, and be like tired exhausted because you've just worked but it doesn't feel like work yeah i just 
I come home from a rehearsal and I'm like, I just got to play for like an hour or two hours. That's and exactly that's, why I love hiking. <laughs> it's the that same to thing. me is the work. It's finding it's finding <laughs> your happy place. Yeah, everybody yeah. has to find yeah. the way in which they play, exactly. that they have fun playing. But but we're not completely done with the summer because <laughs> <laughs> we end the summer on Labor Day weekend um, doing what we call the Ward Lake Theater Walk. And this is an event that we created in 2020 when nobody could gather inside and we were all just desperately missing theater. And so what it is, is we ask people to, it's the first thing that Grace did when she Mm -hmm. got to the island a year ago. It was a lot of fun. Uh (laughs) Um, We ask people to create something. It can be a short five minute play. It can be um, spoken word. It can be music. It can be dance. It can be anything. And we will arrange you around Ward Lake Trail. And uh, then we take groups of people around the trail and we get to see theater all the way around. And it's kind of magical. Last year, poured both days. I mean, it was, I was drenched all the way through to our skin. That's why you can't, everybody. You can't plan and catch a can because as soon as you plan, that's when the forecast changes. Well, it doesn't, it just, you just plan to do it. You just plan to do it, right. We have a volunteer who has a soup and cocoa at the, once you get back to the, the main shelters so even if you're soaking wet there's a big roaring fire mm-hmm. and something warm to drink and it's just a really lovely event I really am encouraging people who would like to participate in that event to think about what you might want to do, what you might want to write, what you might want to choreograph, whatever it may be. Just a heads up that that is Labor Day weekend. So uh, we'll be putting an all call for artists pretty soon. But if it's something that you like to do, you should be thinking about it now. And I also want to give just a quick heads up or a quick congratulations to a couple of people who um, either live here now or or formerly lived here, who have had some pretty cool things happen. Uh, Emilio Torres, who uh, went through school, through through middle school here, and again was someone who was part of First City Players from when he was in kindergarten through when he graduated and high just school. just an absolute sweetheart. He is just the sweetest guy. guy. He used to come every summer during high school after they moved and do art school with us because he loved it. And even after he graduated, he came and did some, some video workshops mm-hmm. with us, with kids for art school and the video part is important because he went off to NYU to the Tisch School of Arts and studied filmmaking and a year ago he came back here with a number of his uh, colleagues from NYU and they um, they filmed an original script that that he wrote called The Ladder and uh, he has been showing that he's entered into a number of short film festivals and it's doing remarkably well Mm -hmm. it's just really doing great and i recently had a showing of the ladder at a small theater in uh, portland he did and at that showing at the portland uh short film festival his main actor whose name is keith smith won best performance um in the short films and so that's like the best performance of anyone men woman whatever and that is also like a really cool thing to have happened from somebody who lives here who we see in our stage or who directs shows for us or lights our shows for us does all sorts of amazing creative work in town and many people may not know that keith is a writer that is what he studied he is a poet he has his mfa in in uh creative writing specializing in poetry and he wrote a play a couple of years ago that we did a, a reading of at the creek street cabaret and uh, he was convinced to throw that uh, script <laughs> toward the Valdez Theater Conference or festival that is going uh, beginning this week, which is a, a nationally known, actually internationally known festival, which features uh, original scripts. And out of the hundreds, maybe thousands of scripts that they go through, they choose something like 60 to produce within a week. And Keith's was one of those scripts that was chosen, one of nine Alaskan artists whose script was chosen to be performed um, and adjudicated at that festival. And he's going to be going up and he's going to direct a play, somebody else's original script, he's going to be in somebody else's original script, and then he will watch some actors and a director work with his and then uh, professional 
professional theater artist will do the adjudication of that script. That's so, so exciting. huge congratulations to yeah. Keith for all yeah. of the work that he's been doing. And yes, I'm just yeah. excited just to see, you know, our volunteers come through and be successful. We always think they're successful here, but to watch them be successful off the island as well is really exciting. So it's really cool to it's really cool to live on a small island, small island, with such extraordinary talent mm-hmm. of all all sorts and all kinds. It's like they're all exceptional, but now they're successful. Right? But exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's just it's it's always it's just really lovely to be given that kind of of affirmation for what you're doing part of though you know why we are able to do all the things we do is because we get extraordinary support as well Mm -hmm. so peter and the star catcher um you know doing theater (laughs) doing theater believe it or not is not cheap um just the royalties themselves for any show you're going to do are are steep you know we have to rent the venue that we're in every costume costs money every piece of scenery costs money even if we're reusing and you know reinventing what we do it's still Mm -hmm. it's i mean you guys run into it at the ballet as well you have to repaint you Mm -hmm. have to restage you have to re you have to rent the u-haul you have to Mm -hmm. i mean it's just like all of the things and you k-high doesn't come cheaply every every second you're there well it's like money. if you had guests over at your house and you had to redecorate every time it's gonna add up i exactly. love that that is a beautiful way to say it <laughs> mm-hmm, so there are um there are a number of businesses in town that are so incredibly supportive of the arts in general and when you come to any first city players production you will see you know the um the lovely color program with all the businesses that support us this particular show was sponsored by Parnassus Gifts and Books. Books and Gifts. Books and Gifts. And we want to thank them so much for being so generous always in their support of our programs. So Parnassus, uh, one of the employees at Parnassus saw that we were doing this and they loved the book and they um, kind of begged and pleaded with with Charlotte. I don't think it was a hard beg. No, I don't think so either. Um, But Charlotte came to me and we talked talked through it and we worked it out and and that's how they became the sponsor and any business in town um, can do that. We, we, We were lucky... I, I hate to say blessed because blessed. We were lucky. We we are worthy. We are yeah blessed enough to have every single one of our shows this season sponsored. So thank you to Parnassus for taking care of us with Peter and the Starcatcher. Um, we've the next show coming up is Fish Pirate's Daughter Legacy Real Estate Firm is is sponsoring that. Um, and I think it's kind of cool that Legacy is sponsoring our Legacy show. I think uh, it's it's just great that Kajikan for one is so community oriented, not yes. just with the arts, but also with outreach, like Absolutely. with the gardening, like with the business oh aspects. And yeah. it's nice to see that that rolls over into every area. Every area, yeah. yeah. Aristocats Kids is sponsored by Stone Tree Veterinary Clinic, really? and uh, Frozen Junior is sponsored by Providence Properties. So it's 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 we're really lucky. Mm-hmm. To, to have a businesses and a community that supports us and, and what we do. Right, right. So uh, let's just quickly, because I know we're probably running through our, our time here. Oh, we got plenty of time. Yeah, we could, we could spit around for 15 more minutes if you Sweet. want. Sweet. Well, I know I've got two more things that Go I want to talk about. The first I kind of uh, alluded to earlier is um, Honk is now streaming. It's available to stream. And this was our multi-gen show that we performed the last weekend in April and it was only one weekend and a lot of people didn't get to see it because it was only one weekend so we um, we paid the rights to be able to stream it this particular show is a video on demand which means that you can go on any day anytime from anywhere in the world and get a ticket and stream it at your leisure so once you purchase the ticket I believe you have 48 hours to start it or to watch it maybe to complete it and but where can you buy the tickets at you can get tickets for that streaming tickets at firstcityplayers.org forward slash tickets and it, it, will, it will look like you can um, buy tickets to the show but you just click on buy tickets and it will take you to the to the website where you we'll can pick up from this collar real quick oh Sorry. hi how you doing you're live on first city forum Or not? 
We answered yeah. the question before they could even ask it. Yeah, sorry, I guess. <laughs> so it will look like you're going to go buy tickets to, to sit at, at a show, but really it'll take you to an external website and you can, it gives you a code and it will give you the website to go to to enter that code and you can watch honk um nice. just keep in mind we'd like to say if you have been watching hamilton on disney plus <laughs> or come from away on apple tv or any other streaming show like that uh this is very different <laughs> well here's here's the thing um you know we it, when you come to live theater there's always a note that says there's no videography no recording device of anything it's all royalties and this is who mm -hmm. owns the rights to this particular show and what authors have given permission to do so what people were buying the rights from or renting the rights to do a show from only have the rights for live performance video or film rights are owned by different people so we can't allow you to do that because we could get sued if you do. Right. So it's really kind of a big deal that things don't get recorded. When COVID happened and people couldn't gather in a space anymore, everybody in, in who owns all of these rights realized this was a real issue. And it was a real issue to keep theater companies alive. It was an issue to uh, keep feeding the artists who write these amazing shows. I mean, all of it. Everybody wanted to make things work. So they created a way to be able to stream live theater, but it's not film. So what we're allowed to do is use one camera, from one stationary position uh. and film that. So we can't have multiple cameras, we can't edit it down. All you get is what it would look like from a camera sitting in the back of the auditorium, which doesn't mean it's bad. It's it doesn't not. mean it's, it's... It's just a little bit different perspective. Right. right. It's just, it's not all the polish that you're going to get from from the... Multi-million dollar company. Right. You know, a finished, edited, yeah. filmed version of something. This is literally a camera in the back of the auditorium filming from one position a show it's fun to watch you get the show you get all of the the joy of seeing theater you see all the colors right. all the great costumes right. hear all the great characters and, and all I'm the fabulous assuming, singing i'm assuming it's still very high quality camera work granted Absolutely. it's not a two million dollar imax camera right. but it no, still it's works just, and you still get the same Absolutely. scope and a huge thank you to felix wong who has really taken this on not just for us but kind of the entire arts and educational community yeah. over the last couple years he's I think he's learned a lot through yeah. this whole process and he's just um, been the guy there making this happen and allowing us to be able to stream these so we'll continue to stream while we can not every show mm -hmm. is it available for when it is we will do it I'm pretty sure they're going to start backing away from that yeah now that you know we're back live and and theater is happening in a more traditional way which is good because really, as, as a director, as a person who directs theater, I am directing theater for a live audience. Right. I am not thinking about it. It's a different way of thinking when you're directing for a film and what you're doing and how you edit and how you make things happen. Um, the, well, because when you see it in person and you're live in the setting, you feel the sounds differently. You hear everything absolutely. differently. There's it's all it's a and different experience it's more tactile theater is is dependent on audience and theater changes every performance is somewhat different mm -hmm. because it's reacting to what the live audience is doing it has to you have to be able to hold for a laugh you have to be able to hear the applause you have to somebody stumbles a line you don't get to cut that and go back and refilm it you have to find a way to get through mm -hmm. and the audience reaction really dictates in a real, very real way what happens on stage and I don't care if you are performing on Broadway or if you are in your kindergarten first time you've ever stepped foot on stage a reaction from the audience is going to change moments within a show right. and it's to me one of the most magical things in the world is being in an audience or being on stage for live theater I love film, film is wonderful but that film, that, that person's, that tear is going to happen at exactly the same time for every single audience 
for the next millennium, as long as that film is in existence, it's never going to change. Mm -hmm. Every single time Hamilton is performed on stage, there will be some tiny little difference just because of the reaction of what's going on back and forth with the audience. And that, to me, is one of the most magical things about theater. Wow. So the show that, that, that we're streaming for honk was the saturday night show um and there's when you go in to get your ticket there's three options so you can do a single viewing which i believe is twenty dollars then we did a family viewing which is 45 and then a party viewing which is 75 i we're not going to police that i'm not going to come to your house and 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 count how many people are watching Mm -hmm. and say well you really should have done a party viewing we just we do the different level of pricing because we've had people say well, I I don't want to just pay twenty dollars. There's we're all going to watch it together as a family. That would have been like a hundred dollars if we had all come to the theater. So there's just different levels because of that. There is also an option to make a donation. Again, it's not required. I'm not even asking you to do that. I'm just letting you know it's there. So um, yeah. So you just go in, choose whatever level you want to pay, and uh, watch a really really. It's a beautiful sweet, show. It's beautiful very fun, show. very sweet, and so kid-friendly. I yes. missed that one because I was uh, casting baseball and softball for the radio station on the oh, weekend. Oh, well, now you But can I am really it. excited to stream yeah. it because all I heard was good things. Oh, oh it's wonderful. Yay. Yeah, it really, I just, if I do say so myself, it was really <laughs> a wonderful show. I sat there every night and just was moved and delighted by it. Yeah. So, yeah. It was nice, though, because while we were casting, it was a sunny day, and standing outside watching sports, it's a good time. <laughs> it's true. I'm with you on that one. That's cool. But, you know. That's where your heart is divided. All yeah. right. So I, I said I had it's two one other things. thing. I know what it is. Do you? I bet I do, because I know what's coming up. So um, for a few years leading up to COVID, mm-hmm. um, for C players would have a members-only event called our Season Reveal party and it kind of grew every year to be more and more fun and more grand and more elite shall i say excited yeah and this is what it is is um this is it's a members only event so you have to be a member of first city players to attend anybody can be a member of first city players anybody can be a member um but you do have to be a member to attend and what we do is we serve some food and there and and some drinks and we decorate uh, um, we usually reveal I think we're revealing six shows this year one two three, two, three, three. yes and um, each each show that we reveal will have a themed table about it so um, and then Lori Orlowski who is our board member um, a local artist who is also a teacher out of Fawn Mountain Elementary and has created our poster art for shows since 2000. 16? 16? Yeah. Since the 2016-2017 season. And she is doing it yet again this year. So those will also be at each table and they will be covered. And um, at the party, we will we will allow you to go around and, and get some vittles, get yourself a drink, take a look, try and figure out, according to the tables, what each show is. <coughs> and then we kind of do a... I don't know, a miniature presentation impromptu improv with me and Elizabeth and we'll ask, <laughs> we'll give clues and, and there's prizes for you for the people that guess the show based on the clues that we give and then we'll give you a little bit of time to, to look at the poster art and revel in the knowledge that you are the first to know what First City Players <laughs> is doing next it's season. It's also an opportunity to get your season subscription so you can decide what shows and you probably want to go to all of them you want to get tickets for and you get a whopping discount if yeah. you do it that way. Nice. Right, because there's a, there's a discount that comes for, for doing a season of so many shows. Then there's an additional discount for being a member which you will get obviously that night because you're a member you have to be a member to attend but then there's an additional discount for getting your season tickets that night at the season reveal party and it's just it's like getting a free show yeah yeah it's really good totally might even be a free show and a half this year (laughs) this year um our brand new next door neighbors is um our uncharted alaska distillery they have generously opened up their space for us to have the party there so they will be closed to the general public from six o'clock to eight o'clock on june 23rd um and we're just we're gonna have our party over there so again members only you can join at the door absolutely i will happily take your money at the door to become a member 
and you can join at any level. And let me just make that abundantly clear. You do not have to give us millions of dollars to and be you a can member. can if you want to. We will happily take your millions of dollars. Is there a described tier for a million dollars? We would create it and name it after you. Um, you, I think memberships begin at fifteen dollars for oh, wow. senior students for students. students and seniors, and then it goes up from there. There's a twenty-five dollar, fifty dollar, one hundred dollar, and it, there's there's all kinds of benefits at different levels. Um, most levels of of tickets get um, a discount on tickets. Um, I, I believe the very bottom tier don't because they already have their own pricing classification right. where they get a discount. Um, there are you get there are costume borrowing privileges that begin I believe at the actor level which is $100 art school discounts begin at that $100 level star path and jazz and cab workshops discounts begin at the $50 which is the ensemble le- level all of this information is on our website and so and and I think one of the biggest advantages to being a member is that you get to come to the season reveal party it's really and find out it's really what fun. we're doing yeah because we're not telling. We are telling no one. There are very few of us who have this inside information. Yeah. And it's a really fun season. Yeah. It good. is a... There's some, there's some shows that people will recognize. There's some stories that people will recognize. There are some things that, that you may not even know. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll know the story. You'll know the name. But you may not even realize that there is a stage version. Exactly. But you will want to see it because you just know. You, you know. know. You well, I'm excited know. for this upcoming summer season with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are those are all the things happening at First City Players. So get your tickets for Peter and the Starcatcher. Get your streaming ticket for Honk. That will stream through the end of the month. I believe the last opportunity to get a streaming ticket is 11.30 p.m. on June 30th. Don't forget to audition for the Fish Pirates Daughter. Yes. Don't, Don't forget it. Next Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday, 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 Wednesday. Wednesday. Next Tuesday, Wednesday, the 13th and 14th. And, uh, yeah, follow us on social media because we'll let you know when tickets for Fish Pirates Daughter are available and everything else that we've got going on. Is We're it just Facebook or Facebook, Instagram? Facebook and Instagram okay. are the big ones. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. No, twi- <laughs> no Twitter yet? We're on Twitter, but... But we're not very good at it. I mean, I encourage you to follow us because when we do jump on and remember that we're on there, it's pretty witty. But <laughs> I don't tweet, so it's yeah. all a foreign language to me. But really, the biggest thing, get your tickets to Peter and the Starcatcher. Yes. You will not regret coming and seeing the show. It is just a delight from beginning to end. And not only that, you get to watch me play percussion and the broken violin. <laughs> because you're on the stage. I am. It's true. a pirate. Arr. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you guys got to come in and talk today. I've never heard of Peter and the Starcatcher, oh, so I'm cool. excited to get to see it. Awesome. Yay. I'm definitely going to go back and stream Honks now that I know I didn't just miss it for you good. You didn't just miss you it. Didn't. You didn't. Oh, that's nice. So thank you guys so much yeah. for coming on today. And I want to remind all of our listeners out there, don't forget about July 3rd, KFMJ Day at the Lumberjack Show. We're hosting drinks, music, food, come down, have fun. And uh, today our episode's been brought by uh, the Gemini Crystal Wizard and KPU. So thanks for listening, everyone. Y'all have a great day.